Thank you so much for downloading this podcast. Do you know that God's word has the ability to make you what it talks about? As you listen to this sermon by Tikatoni, it is our prayer that you will filled with faith, hope, and love. God bless you. Genesis chapter 1. Genesis chapter 1, verse 28. If you're there, say amen. Okay, I'm still waiting for some of you. Genesis chapter 1, verse 28. If you're there, amen. Okay. God blessed them and said to them, Be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish of the sea and the beds of the air and over every living creature that moves on the ground. Observe what the Lord said. The Lord blessed them and said, Be fruitful. Do you observe that the Lord did not say, You will be fruitful. The Lord said what? Be fruitful. The Lord commanded the blessing. The Lord commanded the blessing upon them. The Lord commanded the blessing upon them. Be fruitful and multiply. Be fruitful. Be fruitful and multiply. And fill the earth and subdue it. The Lord said the same thing to Noah. The Lord said the same thing to Abraham. It was a, the blessing was commanded from God. From the Father, right? From Daddy, the blessing was commanded. God commanded the blessing in their lives. Now, see, we in turn have to understand how to command the blessing in our own lives. God commanded the blessing. We have to be like Daddy, right? We have to learn how to command the blessing in our own lives. And we see how Adam commanded the blessing of God. We see how um, Noah commanded the blessing of God. And I'm going to show you how these brethren walked in the command of the blessing. And how they, in other words, commanded the blessing. God said, be fruitful. Be fruitful. God didn't say you can be fruitful. God didn't say you can have it. God didn't say you can do it. God didn't say anything like that. Praise God, he did not say that. Thank God today we know that. He didn't say that. Now let's look somewhere. I just wanted you to know that so that when I start telling you about commanding the blessing, yeah, another thing I said about the blessing was that I explained to you one of the reasons, but not, the, not all of the reasons, but one of the reasons why God kept the tree in the Garden of Eden, the tree of knowledge of good and evil. It was not a label, neither was it apple. It was not apple. It's a fruit that no man can understand. It's not any of those things. Alright? Now, and I told you why. That the blessing needs obedience to function. That when the blessing is existing, obedience has to be there. The blessing, obedience makes the blessing work. Say obedience makes the blessing work. Say obedience makes the blessing work. Yes, obedience, obedience. That's why God kept it there. Because he knew if he was going to um, 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 command the blessing upon their lives, then they had to obey. There, was, there had to be a place for obedience. If there's no place for obedience, then the blessing will not exist. 
Do you see that? If there's no place for, ex for obedience, then the blessing will not exist. The blessing will not exist. Someone said, oh, but if God knew they would, they would eventually disobey, why did he do it? Why did he do it? Because God gave man the capacity to choose. Man was not a fool. Man was not a tool. Man was always a free moral agent. Do you see that? The condition of the blessing has always been, from the Garden of Eden, obedience. We saw something in the book of Deuteronomy also. If you are willing and obedient, you will eat the fruit of the land. But observe, he says, if you are willing. So it starts at an attitude. Right? The blessing starts in an attitude. You can't be unwilling and obedient. Here's a point where you now say, God, you know I don't want to give you, but let me try you today. I'll try you today. You, you, you fail me first. I want to tear shit for God. <laughs> you know, I thank the Lord that he's not like Oromila. Because if he's like Oromila, some of you have died. You know who Oromila is? Ogun. Shongo. <laughs> thank God he's not like those things made out of wood. Because if he was, some of you would have, you just, you just see one thing, God, God, you know, eh, Thank God for his mercy. Thank God for his mercy. Thank God that he had, he started having mercy since Adam, not today. He started having mercy. He said, I would have mercy on whom I will have mercy. We, we just went through so many things on, on, um, on this note. So let's continue now at Genesis chapter 22. From verse 15 to verse 18. Genesis chapter 22. Open your Bibles real fast. Be like soldiers. Alright? From verse 15 to verse 18. Make sure you're looking in your Bible. Do not look at me when we are reading the Bible, please. The angel of the Lord called to Abraham from heaven a second time and said, I swear by myself, declares the Lord, that because you have done this and have not withheld your son, your only son. I will surely bless you and make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and as the sand on the seashore. Your descendants will take possession of the cities of their enemies and through your offspring all nations on earth will be blessed because you have obeyed me. Because you have obeyed me. Look at this. I told you on Wednesday that the purpose of the blessing was for the blessing to provide. God originally created prayer for the specific purpose of fellowship. Ah, just brethren, just, Im just imagine, just imagine how life would be if all you had to do was pray just to get to know the Lord. Oh. You know, there's some of us here. <laughs> it's been a long time you prayed to know the Lord. I mean, you are either receiving something. Releasing something, activating something, <laughs> or exercising something. Those are some of the things you either receiving, believing, activating, or exercising. So that's why some people say prayer is work. But prayer is no work. Prayer is no work if we come back to the original plan of God. 
prayer is no work if we come back to the original plan of God. There is something original about the plan of God. There's something original about it. Matthew chapter 6 verse 33 says what it says. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all other things shall be added unto you. And I told you that there's a reason why Jesus told us not to look after things. Because something was already set called the blessing of the Lord. And the blessing is to be your provider. The blessing was to be the one to provide for you. Whatever it is that you need in this life. Now Abraham had just sacrificed his son. I like the way the Bible explains it in the book of Romans. The Bible said that when Abraham took his son, he believed that God was able to raise him from the dead. Do you know how they do you know how they sacrifice? How many of you have done sacrifice before? I know that was an obviously crazy question. But I wasn't expecting hands either. But if you understand the concept of sacrifice, if you've ever read the book of Leviticus, you see how sacrifices go. They'll first take the animal and slice the throat. Drain it of his blood on the altar. Abraham would have done that to Isaac. Drained it of his blood. After draining the blood, cut it in pieces. Small pieces so that fire can consume it fast. Then burn it. And you burn it until ashes remain so that it may be sweet smelling salvo. And you will stay there and worship by the fire until only smoke remains. My goodness. Abraham was ready. He was taking the boy and the boy said, Daddy, where is the animal? I can see wood. The guy was carrying firewood on his head. He said, let's go, let's go. He said, Daddy, <laughs> some of you would have run. You say, well, this is blood money issues. <laughs> this guy was going to his own place. You know, Isaac had already suspected. He had already suspected. That's why he asked his dad. You have to understand the human side of these things. The boy already suspected. His heart must have been beating. He was walking. But when his dad said, God will provide, it was enough. This guy had lived with his dad long enough to know that when his dad says God will provide. He met a father who had 600 servants. Just men. Not counting children and women. I asked you this question. How much would you have in your house to have 600 servants? And Abraham did not build. He lived in tents. I told you that Abraham had a problem with his nephew Lot because they had too many animals on the valley. Think about it now. <laughs> you know what the valley is? Big landscape. More than a thousand meters. They had, the whole valley was full of animals. So they, are, they were having problem identifying who owned which. That, that was their problem. Too much animals. Those guys were wealthier than a country. And you see, when I, was, when, I, when I was thinking about this, the Lord told me, don't talk about wealth. Talk about the blessing. Talk about the blessing. Don't major. Don't talk about wealth. Because wealth was not the issue. The blessing is the issue. These guys were blessed. 
Abraham left with nothing but a nephew and a wife. He obeyed the Lord. Just imagine. Just imagine a voice telling you right now. Dear brother, stand up and go to Emera. Leave everything behind. Go and live in the wild, the wild forest of Okomu. I will give you the whole land as far as your eye can see. And <laughs> I know it's not you, but I know some people. Not you. Not you here. You're full of faith in this place. But I know some people do. See, Satan, I bind you. Lord, Satan is deceiving me here. <laughs> Academics is important and I know you want me to know something. Satan, I rebuke you in Jesus' name. Every voice of confusion die. <laughs> Alright? But Abraham, this was the first time in his life he had ever heard the voice of the Lord. The first time in his life he had ever heard the voice of the Lord. He didn't even, he, look, the extent to which he didn't know the Lord was so much that the Lord had to introduce himself. He said, I am the Lord. Can you imagine? He had no idea. His parents were worshipping idols. But the Lord saw something in him. Alright? And I believe in my heart that the Lord has seen something in every single one who calls upon his name. And now Abraham just obeyed and the Bible said as Abraham took up the sword and was about to take off his son's head first so that the blood can be drained, the angel screamed and said, Stop! Imagine the angel had to scream because if he whispered, Abraham was not thinking anymore. Why is he called the man of faith? Because of obedience. Just, just think about it, dear brethren. Do you know why he was able to, do, to go that far? Because he had learned to obey in the, in the easy things. In the easy things like leave your house and leave everything. Easy. Very easy. So that, easy. Eh, easy. He said leave your house. The guy, he just left. The Lord told him another time. Go and do this. He would just do it. In fact one time. His wife, he was so obedient that even his wife could not give him orders. His wife said, look, we are taking too long to conceive. Take one of the house girls and have a child with her. She said, I know I'm the problem. You are not the problem. So go. Abraham obeyed. He said, yes, ma'am. He said, <laughs> he called the lady. He went in unto her, conceived a child called Ishmael and treated her like a wife. And that was not Sarah's plan. The Bible says she started acting lofty. Sarah said, ah, see this girl. You don't know it's me that said to you. Okay, I know what to do. Abraham, send her away. <laughs> but the Bible said, Abraham, his conscience wouldn't let him. He was like, ah, how can I send this woman away? No, 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 no. It's not like he didn't want to do what his wife said. But his conscience won't let him. Then the Lord said to him, obey your wife. You obeyed her in the first place. Obey her now again. He went, he said, okay, um, you. In fact, he sent her away with nothing but water. Go. And the lady was going. I'm sure Sarah was also like, <laughs> see this monkey. This monkey. <laughs> and as she was going, the Bible said, she got tired and she started crying. Then the Lord said, because of Abraham, I will bless you and your son. 
your son. Look at the rest of this land you own. From here down shall be your son's possession. And she believed. Because of Abraham. Because of Abraham, the guy had another inheritance. Brethren, the blessing is real. The Bible is not a book of stories. Tell your neighbor the Bible, your Bible in your hand, is not a book of stories. It is real. It is real things and real human beings. Real events that have happened. So now, we get to this point where Abraham had lived his wonderful life and had done everything. We get to the place of Isaac. Abraham finally gave birth to Isaac, the promised one. Ah, just imagine the promised one had come. Ah, I can imagine how they celebrated. The promised one had come and everybody was glad. Abraham, after all these years, finally one day, Abraham died and Isaac was remaining. Isaac was remaining. You see, he had transmitted the message to his son Isaac and had told Isaac that what you do does not produce for you. It is the word that God spoke out of his mouth that is what produces for you. I want to say something on this note. Do you know that most of us do not desire power? No, we do not desire power. Most of us do not desire a blessing or the blessing to be at work in our lives. No, no, that's not what we desire. You know what we truly desire? Most of us truly desire the feeling of power and we truly desire the feeling of the blessing why do i say we truly desire the feeling of power and the feeling of the blessing just wait a minute and look at me for one minute the bible says in the book of matthew chapter 10 it said jesus called his 12 disciples and he gave them authority over all unclean spirits and over all sicknesses and all demons to cast them out do you know how he gave it to them? He said to them, he said, go and cast them out. When Jesus called the 70 in the book of Luke, chapter 7 I believe, when he called the 70, Luke 10, when he called the 70, the Bible says, and Jesus said to them, go and heal the sick that are therein and preach the gospel. He spoke a word to them. A word was enough. But today, a word is not enough. You know what is enough for you? You have to shake small. You know, like Lord, no, no, no. Let, let me. Hey, it has come. Oh, don't go. That's when you start walking like a giant and you start bouncing. You just, you want a sense of power. You want, you want that feeling. You want the feeling of power. You don't want it. You see, Jesus describes great faith as the one for whom the word is enough. And it was one man who was like that. The centurion. Do you remember him? The Bible said, the man, first of all, he pleaded that Jesus should come. When Jesus was on his way, that was the first man in the Bible. You see, the difference between that man and the Jew was that the Jews felt like they deserved everything. Whether it was Jesus or anything, they had to deserve it. But then this man is waiting for Jesus to come. And as Jesus is coming, he sends one of his servants. He says, run. The man ran down, knelt down and says, sir, you can't come to my house. Ah, 
I can imagine when he said it, this is how it was because he had run. He said, ah, Sir, my master said you can't come. <gasps> All the guys said, Jesus was still waiting. Go on. He said that he's not worthy that someone of your caliber will enter his house. Hmm. Jesus said, Go on. He said that he understands authority because he himself is a man of authority. That if he says to one, come, he comes. And if he says to another, go, he goes. He said, and he knows that you're a man of authority. He said, but your authority is too high for him. He said, then he said, he, he said, go on, go on, go on. Uh, you see, at that point, that was not enough. That was not faith yet. I understand. Okay, okay, go on. Just when everybody thought the man has finished, he said, he said, just send me with a word and my servant will be okay. Ah! When Jesus heard that, he said, Kai! Even Jesus shouted, Jesus! <laughs> I mean, how can it be? Jesus was amazed. Do you know that there are many people, there are people in scripture who actually surprised the Father? Solomon surprised God when he made a request. Solomon said, Give to me an understanding heart, a listening heart and wisdom, so that I may rule these people. The Lord was shocked. The Lord said, What? You know, the Lord would have been like, Who trained this boy? Then you look in heaven and say, That's David. Ah, good boy. The Lord said, Because you didn't ask for money, then you didn't ask for the life of your enemies. What a foolish prayer. To ask for the life of your enemies. What a foolish prayer. You are void of understanding. You do not, you, you do not surprise the Lord. That's what everybody looks forward to. All your enemies dying. So you can live at peace. He says, because you did not ask for the life of your enemies. Say, I refuse to ask for the life of my enemies. I do not need my enemies to die. I don't need them to perish. I don't need them to fall by the sword. No. The word is enough. Your word is enough. Your word is enough. Say his word is enough for me. Oh, his word is enough for me. His word is enough. Then this centurion impressed Jesus. This centurion said, just a word. Just a word. Abraham obeyed a word. No lightning. No thunder. No vision. He just heard a voice say in his heart one day as he was walking, leave everything. People, is that not the height? Is that not the height? We need the special effects today. Oh, how we have deviated from authentic faith. We need, we need, we need a feeling. You need, you need, if I tell you now, lift up your hands and all of you receive the power of the Holy Spirit to heal the sick. Do you know? There are still some of us who would say, I didn't feel anything. So, it's not yet there. Somebody will say, Ah, it touched me, Kai. Then they will hold their hand like this as they are walking. They won't shake anybody. If you've not done it before, I have. 
Don't worry about me. I've done it before. That's why I, I speak out of experience. One time my hands felt so cold. That was when I was much younger in the faith. I put my hands in my pocket. I said, no one can take this anointing. And I was walking. I was going to preach. I was a teenager then. I put my hand in my pocket. And I, I said, no. There's a mighty anointing here. I can't, I can't shake people. And they will stretch their hands to shake. I'll be like, sorry, I can't shake you right now. Something is going on. Oh my God! I feel awkward saying it. I waited for a feeling. There were times I would sit down and I would cry for a feeling. <laughs> oh God! I want to feel you. I want to feel you. And the Lord would be like, Chai. I'm sure the Lord would be like, Chai. Such ignorance. The Bible says in the book of Acts chapter 17 that that's how people go. That perhaps they might feel after God. But that is not how God is. For in him we live. In him we move. In him we have our being. Oh, say in him I live. You don't talk with the consciousness of faith here. Do you know how to say those kind of things? You don't say it like you're about to sleep. Say, in him I live. In him I move. Look, look, look. This means God is my movement. If I move, when I take a step, what just happened? Heaven moved. When I take another, heaven moved. When I say hi, Jesus just said hi to someone. I'm an active and present representative of the Father. Why? Not by myself. He gave me the right. He gave me the right. You see, dear brethren, that's how, the blood, that's how it was transferred. When Abraham died, he told the son about the blessing. God saw that Abraham would do that, right? The Bible said, God said, I saw, I see my, my, my servant Abraham, that he would teach his children my ways and what are those ways he was talking about the ways of the blessing remember i told you that man's greatest possession is the blessing man's greatest possession is the blessing i'm not saying the anointing i'm saying the blessing i'm not saying the anointing i am saying the blessing say the blessing is my greatest possession it was for the first man it's for you today so so now we, we look in, in the book of Genesis and we see something very amazing. Rebecca finally had a son. The first son was, he, she had two kids inside of her, right? They were twins. The first was called what? Esau, meaning I am Harry. The second was called Jacob, meaning man of tricks. Two of them had weird names. The two people to inherit the blessing had weird names. One was called Harry. The other was called Cheetah. They, they came out like that. Why did they call him Cheat? Because when they were in the womb, as the woman was giving birth, Isaac held the leg of his brother and came out with him. He said, oh boy, this guy. Call him Isaac. Something is wrong with this baby. Who holds his brother's leg? He doesn't want to come out second. They came out together. His hand saw the world. <laughs> and he said, That's what, that, those were their names. But listen, Rebecca now, that was married to Isaac, had observed something. This story I'm telling you is in the book of Genesis, chapter 25. Write it down so you can look at it at, on your own. 
this is the bloodline this has to the bloodline has to get to you today how how it affects you today so if you're being blessed say amen, amen. okay okay so um 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 how do i dramatize this lord help me <laughs> okay so now rebecca rebecca please come who's rebecca not by name by uh, you can be a guy now rebecca can't be a guy rebecca any rebecca's please come rebecca let's clap for rebecca as she comes forward please isaac who's isaac who's isaac i need someone from this side isaac you have you have done too much you were adam last time you were was it part of the line i need someone else from this line isaac all right god bless you let's clap for isaac please please clap your hands and appreciate them now isaac was in the blessing rebecca remember rebecca was married to isaac at the time that abraham was alive she saw the she didn't look she didn't hear the blessing no? she heard and saw she saw the blessing with her two eyes in fact the day she was coming she saw that the blessing would be real the first sight she saw when she was approaching the tent of abraham was isaac in the field meditating she asked the servant of abraham is that the man i'm getting married to he said yes then the bible says she veiled her face i'm sure she must have been a kai see family my husband to be is already meditating outside the first thing that isaac saw while he was meditating was rebecca ah isaac <laughs> hallelujah now now this is interesting rebecca two sons Esau and jacob please stand up jacob from here okay this looks like a <laughs> he looks like a jacob yeah who's who's Esau? if you have a lot of hair stand up you are Esau. a lot of hair on your head <laughs> okay okay yes god bless you all right now come this way please rebecca now this is jacob jacob come and stand here stand with rebecca Esau, stand with isaac they were a separated family this one was his favorite because he was hardworking, macho muscular i mean isaac was everything a man should be he had the smell of a man i mean Esau, he was everything a man should he had the smell of a man you know the smell of a man in those days he smelled wild that's what the bible says he smelled wild i mean he was like a hairy beast a handsome one and so he would go out get animals and bring and make pepper soup for his dad all right that's actually what um, venison is do you know venison is lamb pepper soup some of you think it's something weird it's just lamb pepper soup goat meat pepper soup is our venison here all right so this guy made venison for his dad the way daddy liked it daddy had planned on giving the blessing to him now isaac was old and he was blind rebecca knowing that the blessing is the real inheritance in the house not the property 
The property is nothing. Rebecca knew when she stayed with Abraham, she knew the property was nothing because Abraham had nothing to boast about in property. Abraham never one day boasted of property. Every time he boasted, he said, the Lord has blessed me. I am the blessed one. And then Melchizedek topped it up when Melchizedek saw him on the road and said, Abraham of the Most High, possessor of heaven and earth. How did he possess heaven and earth? Through the blessing. That was how he possessed heaven and earth. Through the blessing. Oh people, if only you would not look down on the blessing. If only you will believe on the blessing. The blessing must replace something in your mind. It must replace failure. It must replace thoughts of lack. It must replace so many things. It has to. So, this is Esau. This is Jacob. Mama Rebecca. Mama Reb. Started telling Isaac. Kind of like advise him and tell him, look, your dad is about to die. And he wants to give the blessing to your other brother. Now, I want you to trick him. Be telling him, I want you to trick him. Do like you're listening. Stop smiling anyhow. <laughs> okay now you send your son to go and get you lamb pepper soup okay go and find it <laughs> just stand over there <clears throat> all right god bless you i'm dramatizing this so you can get the whole picture <clears throat> now what did she do why did she do that the way Satan knew that the secret of the whole thing was the blessing. That the secret of dominion was the blessing. That the secret of increase was the blessing. You know what the Lord said to me? The Lord spoke to my heart. And the Lord said to me, the Lord said, Your ministry is not going to grow because of prayer. I said, Lord, but prayer is the key. Prayer is the key. I don't like people talk to the Lord. Though. I sang it to the Lord. Prayer is the master key. The Lord said to me, it's not going to increase. Signs and wonders will not increase because of anything. I said, okay. The Lord said, it increases because of the blessing. For I said to Abraham, increase and multiply and subdue the nations and the nations shall be blessed through your descendants the blessing is all of that let the blessing provide so you can say like abraham you did not make me rich the blessing made me rich i said oh really I said, oh, really? Now, now he was about to give him. Rebecca knew. Rebecca said, this is my only. Look at this small five boy. He's about to lose. So, she now, oh, what, what, what a lecherous mother. She said, let us cheat. She connived and sent him to give the pepper soup. She knew how to make it. She knew how to make it. The way Esau made it. So Esau, uh, Jacob, 
now came and gave the blind dad pepper soup. Stand here. When he gave the blind dad pepper soup, the mom said, be careful. Your father's eyes are bad, but his nose is good. And his hand is perfect. Make your voice sound like your brother's. The, the mother now killed an animal. To tell you how hairy the boy was, she took the animal's back and put on him. <laughs> Esau did not need shirt. <laughs> he was <laughs> Esau was so hairy. His back was full. The, the boy brought it and gave to the father. Uh, present, excuse me, present venison to dad. Now dad can see. Close your eyes. You can't see. Present it. Now, as he gave it to him, the father said, come near my son and hug me. The son now, hey, go and hug him. As he hugged him, the man first touched his back. He said, hmm. Okay, you can finish. Your, your hug has finished now. He said, hmm. Hmm. He said, this is the body and the smell of Esau. He smelled like the lamb that the mother just killed and put on the boy's back. That is how raw he smelt. <laughs> he said, this is the body and the scent of Esau. But it is the voice of Jacob. Who is this? The mother said, be careful, Lord. if he curses you, your generation has finished. Isaac was trembling. He said, it is me, father, Esau. He said, okay. The, the dad knew the second way to find out. He held the pepper soup. Just like my son makes it. That boy was a good cook. Lesson for the men. He took a spoon. When he tasted it. He took meat. When he tasted it. He dropped it. He didn't finish it. He took it again. He finished it. He said, My son! He opened his mouth and gave the blessing to his son. As soon as he finished speaking those words, his brother came. Before this time, before this time, Esau did not know the value of the blessing. Rebecca had been telling Jacob how important the blessing is. How important it is and how it comes, that it comes by words, nothing more. And this guy had grown to think it very important. Nobody was teaching Esau. Isaac just liked Esau because of hard work. He never taught him early. One day, come Isaac, um, come Esau. Esau just finished, just do like you're hungry. You know how you do sometimes when you're hungry. And he said, I'm hungry. Give me something to eat. Jacob now said, he said, oh, you're hungry. He said, this is my chance. First thing he did was to enter the bloodline. He said, give me your bed right and I'll give you soup. Jacob could also cook. Men, beware. Learn. Ladies. Okay, now let's go on. So he could cook. He now gave him, give him the soup. He now, he now said, say to me, your birthright is mine. Just say. Don't you know how these things happened in those days? Just say. He didn't need anything. Don't sign it. Don't, don't do anything. Just say.
hey the guy looked at him he said what is better rights compared to food i am dying of hunger and you are telling me better right the bible says jacob did it knowingly he made the food smell so good and he didn't cook in the house he cooked on the road on the path his brother was coming from he didn't go to the kitchen he cooked on the road because that's where the guy will be hungriest so as he just came he said is it better right you want he you know he didn't say i give you my better right he said take better right and <laughs> jacob said okay no problem he said now take and eat how could that be enough oh people the word is enough tell your neighbor the word is enough the word is enough the word is enough the word is enough the men of old knew it the word is enough the agency for change the agency for healing the agency for blessing the agency for everything in this world for excellence in the exams that are coming up for those of you the agency is something that is enough it is enough it is enough and that day mr harry sold it to the cheats that was the first he collected the mom gave him that advice because normally the blessing must stay upon whom is first it would not stay on the second even if isaac speaks it unless he's first so he had to take that first this is how esau looked down on the blessing it was not you see he looked down on his birthright his birthright was the blessing isaac would have been blessed pastor donatus has taught us that before he would have been blessed in the reverse you can get that message it's still available he could have been blessed maybe we just said oh isaac i bless you but he took it and left now after he ran away oh just wait no no let's backtrack two of you vanish only the husband and the wife were, were remaining genesis chapter 26 open it the bloodline we are getting so close to finishing please let me finish this thing today just be speaking in a supernatural language while you're opening genesis 26 speak in a supernatural language please all right just obey my word hope my word is enough for you speak in a supernatural language all right okay genesis 26 now let's look at something there genesis 26 from verse 1 to verse 6 are you there say amen now there was a famine in the land besides the earlier famine of abraham besides the besides the earlier famine of abraham's time and isaac went to abimelech king of the philistines in gerah the lord appeared to isaac and said do not go down to egypt live in the land where i tell you to live stay in this land for a while and i will be with you and will bless you for to you and your descendants i will give all these lands and will confirm the oath i swore to your father abraham 
I will make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and will give them all these lands and through your offsprings all nations on earth will be blessed because Abraham obeyed me and kept my requirements my commands my decrees and my laws so Isaac stayed in Gerah one second here there was famine in the land Isaac was connected enough to contact a king that he's coming that's how connected he was. He contacted Abimelech. How many of you remember that Abimelech? How many of you remember him? The one who married his father's wife. He was still alive. He contacted him. He said, I'm coming to your land. There is famine in my own land. Nothing is growing. Nothing is happening. Oh, Jesus, 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 Jesus. Help me. I'm so excited. I just... <laughs> so, so... No, nothing is producing. He's about to do the most logical thing in the world. He's about to do the most intelligent thing any man with a family that cares should do. And what's that thing? Move out when nothing is working. The Bible says, then the Lord appeared to him. All this while, the Lord had not spoken to him. But he did not know how the blessing operated. Now his father had just died. He had no idea. Now he was the custodian of the blessing. All this while he had been living under the shadow of Abraham. And Abraham had just been telling him stuff. But time to see the blessing work, he didn't know how. He just had to live like every other man. You know everybody was moving in those days. People were moving. The next thing, the Lord appeared to him and said, don't go anywhere. He says, stay in this land. I am with you. I will bless you. I'm with you. I will bless you in this same land where there is nothing. The Bible said, and Abraham stayed. He had started learning how to operate the blessing by himself. Nothing was growing anybody for anyone else. But the next thing, when Abraham started planting, I mean, when Isaac started planting, it started growing. The famine was so bad, that the Bible said that there was no water anywhere. Isaac sent his servants. He said, go and dig a well. He sent them. The Bible says, and the servants went and dug a well. And as they dug a well, water was there. The owners of the land said, eh? It's our land. Equere people. Some Edo people. It's our land. You can't be you can't come to our land and no this is our land it's our water. You know what they did? They were so jealous. They had nothing. They didn't want it. They just closed it and put sand inside. In in times of famine they did that. The Bible said they came back and told Isaac. Isaac now had learned he had started remembering the blessing. He said, "Okay." He said, "You know what, boys? Go to another side and dig." He said, go to the driest area, on the other side, where nothing is happening. Let them not come and say that we went to fresh land. They went there. They dug. They found water. The people came and said, it's our land. Give us our land. They didn't want the water. We don't want water. Their problem was, how can this man be succeeding in our land? Have you seen people like that? Some of you are like that. You say, ah, what is Ibo man doing in those states? 
How can you have business like this? Is life fair? Why is the only Ausa people in power? What's, what's your problem? It must be full of me. Eh? These people are so bad. That's how they treated Isaac. But what was producing it? It was not the skill of the men. It was the blessing of the Lord. Just as it was for his father, now it was for him. Just as it was for his father, now it was for him. The people now took sand and stones and filled up the well. Ah, they went back. They said, sir, we have filled it again. Isaac said, go to another side and dig again. Oh my God. Look, if the water table was low, the blessing increased it. If there was no water anywhere under the ground, it flowed from other cities and came right there. As they are digging, the water starts tracing itself down there. We have to obey. The blessing is commanded. So as he's digging, it's commanding the blessing. The thing is coming. It's coming. He's digging. He's digging. And then the next thing they saw the water, the people said, these people are blessed. That's what the people said. They said, these people are blessed. Let's leave them alone. The king of that city came and said, let's have a covenant with you. You are too much. <laughs> let's have a covenant with you. Because this thing you are, if we have closed your wells three, two times, and the third time you still have, do you know how we've been looking for water? He said, we have to have a covenant with this man. We have to enter an agreement because hmm, the rate at which this man is going, he will own everything. And they entered into an agreement. And things were stabilized again. For Isaac. Isaac planted that same year. This, the famine lasted seven years. And as he planted. If he planted one tomatoes. There was one tomato seed. That was also produced ten tomatoes. The blessing made it five hundred. That's why they always needed more servants. Because the work was more. The plenty was more than the people. So they have to keep calling people, you come and work for me. You come and work for me. You come and work for me. They will do vegetable. They will do apples. Instead of the apple to come out like this, it will be giant apple. And the whole tree will be full. You can pluck as you want. Come the next month, it will be there again. They said, no. <laughs> these guys, these guys, let me tell you something you need to know. Let me teach you something you need to know. That, that digging was not just normal digging. And the planting was not just normal planting. How do I know? Today in Israel. You know, the modern state of Israel is surrounded by mountains. And it's actually arid land. Most of the land is not arable. The word arable means that it's not productive for planting. But Israel produces the healthiest amount of fruits on earth. Do you know how? Jews say that the wisdom that Isaac used to plant was transmitted through their generations on a method of planting. Who taught him that method? How many of you know this? How many of you know what I just said? Those of you who have been reading on the agriculture and this, it's true. Those of you who are not in the department, ask the agri guys. They say Isaac passed down a way of planting to them. That's what they used to date. Even with their modern stuff, they use that method of planting. A special form of irrigation. Something 
the blessing taught Isaac how to plant. How to plant in a desert. He planted and had much more. Not only did he have much more in terms of produce, but in terms of size. The same process for digging. You know, they didn't just do like this. Boom, boom, boom. Yes, it was that stressless. But there was a method. There was a science to it. There was a science to it. Who taught them? It was the blessing of the Lord. That makes rich and adds no sorrow. Who the blessing will teach you. It will teach you how to prosper. It will teach you how to do your business very well. It will turn your business from nothing to gold. The blessing is the Midas touch. God bless you, please. Go to your seat. Oh, people, I wish you can understand. I wish you can understand. This is how the blessing worked with brother Isaac. Finally, it went to Jacob. Jacob's name was turned to Israel when he wrestled with the Lord. But before his name was turned to Israel, he ran away and stayed for 14 years with an uncle that was like him. What was that his uncle's name? Laban. Some of you are 419. I mean, it's not that like you're really 419, but there are things you do that gives off the traits. I will come. You will not come. We should call you Laban. Laban was a very cheeky man. You know what Laban did? When Isaac, when Jacob came, do you know what Laban did? Laban said, I welcome my son. <laughs> Stay. And the Bible said that Isaac walked. He became a houseboy. Isaac walked and walked. First of all, Isaac saw a girl he wanted to marry. He said, sir, see your daughter. <laughs> Uncle, I'm interested in her. I'm sure Laban was like, guy, you're broke. You can't marry my daughter. <laughs> That's not how it works. I know your father was blessed, but I don't think it's on you. Why are you running? Why are you running away? He didn't tell him the story. You know, he never told his uncle the story. His uncle just welcomed him because he's a family member. So now look. The next thing he said to him, you can have my daughter if you want, but you have to have something, in, uh, something available to you. How can you take my, my daughter with you? He said, okay. He said, I'll work seven years for your daughter. And after I work seven years, I'll take a portion and I'll give you back. He said, okay. Why did Jacob ask to walk? Because he knew the blessing was on him. He knew that if his hands, God said, I will bless the works of your hand. Oh, people, it has nothing. It has nothing to do with anything you do in this world. You've made, you've made the mistake. You have gained so much independence from God that you think it is because of medicine you will be rich. That you think it is because of one great job at one great company that you'll be rich. What an error. Tell your neighbor what an error. Look, if Abraham did photocopying business, he will still take the nations. If Abraham started carrying shoes, or started doing bottles, 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 he will own a bottling company. Anything Abraham did would multiply and increase. Had nothing. Oh, tell your neighbor it has nothing to do with anything. Convince the person briefly. Akim, are you touched? Where are you going? It has nothing. <laughs> he, you, you don't understand. 
tell your neighbor boldly again it has nothing to do with what you're doing now or what you're planning on doing tomorrow oh no 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 the person has not understood you yet I will know when the person understands you. Tell the person again. It has nothing. Zippo. Nothing. 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 Absolutely nothing. Has nothing. People of God, you say, all I want to do with my life. Okay. You say, all I want to do with my life is just to be polishing shoes. It has nothing. The Bible did not say the work of a man makes rich. It says the blessing of the Lord makes wealthy. The blessing provides wealth. Don't you understand? The blessing is not something that you beg to walk. The blessing is a real thing. The blessing is a real substance. The blessing is like the anointing that heals the body. The blessing. Do you believe in the anointing? Then believe in the blessing, people. Believe in the blessing. Believe it. Believe it. People believed it the way you believe in the anointing. The way you ask for the anointing. People believe this thing. People believe this thing to the core of their bones. How can a man with nothing say, let me just walk seven years? Seven years. Seven years working for another man. He says, I will take 10%. He said, I will take 10% and give the rest to you. He started seven years. The Bible says, and Laban multiplied. His animals multiplied. His household, this means his children increased. Do you understand? If Laban had three children when he came, they said they have been seven each. Seven, 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 seven. The household increased. Oh, some of you plan for four children. But you know, if you're a billionaire, you are okay with any amount. You're okay with any man? What's the problem if, 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 I have, if I have enough money to take care of 50 kids? <laughs> to that for. What's the problem? What's the problem? Family planning is not an issue anymore, is it? It won't be an issue because now the family is planned. <laughs> the family is planned. <laughs> but, but listen, the Bible says his household increased. The farm increased and the um, plants increased. Everything increased. Seven years. Even the places Jacob was not working were increasing because of the blessing. When the blessing is commanded, it, it changes everything within its zone. It does not change your business. It changes your business, your neighbor's business. You, 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 bought a, you own a store. Your neighbor owns a store. Things increase for you. All of a sudden, they notice it increases for them. For example, they come to wash clothes. You sell drinks. They go and take drinks. If 70 people come here and 70 people come to take drinks, they've increased. They've increased. Everything just starts increasing. Oh, the blessing. Oh, the blessing. If you will believe it the way you believe the anointing. If you will believe it. You believe the anointing. How about you see the blessing work? You have seen the anointing work in this place. You have seen, you've seen legs grow. You've seen somebody carrying a crutch just stand up. You've seen, you've seen, you've seen different kinds of things. When, when we travel out, you've seen, you've seen dumb people speak. You've seen people who have leg issues walk. You've seen broken bones instantly healed in one go. You've seen it, you've seen it. You've seen it. That is the work of the anointing, but not the work of the blessing. 
if the anointing can do that, what will the blessing do if you believe it? What will it do? People, what will it do? It will no more be a matter of age. Time will no longer be your enemy. You will not say, ah, time is running. There are some, there's a point in your life where you cannot get a certain kind of level of, of, of life. You will know that's not true. Laban cheated him and gave him his elder. You know what Abraham, um, you know what Jacob said? Jacob said, okay. He said, I'll work seven years again. Give me that daughter. Do you know what together I worked 21 years? From 7 to 14 to 21. When he worked seven years, they handed over the girl to him. Now, the, broad, the, the sons of Laban saw that, if, that Jacob was increasing more than their father. They said, no. They said, give us everything. He gave them everything without arguing. He now said, I will walk another seven years. He said, and I will take the animals with spots. And you can take all the animals without spots. Let me go with those ones. The Bible says, throughout that seven years, all the animals that gave birth had spots. Makara habara hagede. Oh, think about this. Think about this. As the cow gives birth, all the brothers are like, eh, 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 just he spoke, when <laughs> Jake, uh, he would say, that's my own. Then the Bible said, and within those seven years, he grew mightier than Laban. After working 14 years and increasing Laban, he, in seven years, he became mightier than Laban. Then they begged him and said, you can go. And when he left, the Bible says he left with a great multitude. He came with nothing. He had nothing. What you have is enough. What do you have? That's the question. Because most of you imagine what you have this way. You know what you think you have? 100 naira. 200 naira. A small business. That's not what you have. You have the blessing of the Lord. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Say to your neighbor, I have the blessing of the Lord. I have the blessing. This is normal. You, you don't have money. No, that's not what God said you have. Stop telling a lie. You don't have a car. That's not what God said you have. No, that's not what God... You don't have a job waiting for you. Let's go from the labor market to the favor market. What? You don't have a favor market waiting for you. Let me tell you what you have now. Only one inheritance that was passed from Adam to Isaac, it's to Jacob. It's the blessing of the Lord. That is enough. How I wish, I wish you would train your mind to go about saying all I have is the blessing. And you stop thinking about what is in your pocket, what is in your account, what is inside. What, 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 what? Is it what God wants to bless? Do you think, do you think that you can make yourself a mighty nation by what you have? Do you think so? Say, we started business with 500 naira. And, you know, no, 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 no. You don't start business with 500 naira. You, that's the story you may tell the world. But you start business with the blessing of the Lord. With the blessing of the Lord. Say, I am blessed. I am blessed. Say, I am blessed. I am blessed. 
I got to round up now. This is getting crazy. This is getting crazy. Isn't it amazing? This is getting crazy. Think about this. I am blessed. Say I am blessed. And so, when Isaac, when Jacob left, he left with more than he came with. He left with more than he came with. He left with more than he came with. It's okay to have nothing. Because in reality, you have nothing. Do you know what you have? You have the blessing of the Lord. Do you know what this means? You can decide today. You say, okay, I want to go to Nasarawa. I know nobody. I have nothing. Let's go. What do you have? You say, I'm going there to start a business. They say, how can you start a business or nothing? You just smile. Sometimes, if you say it, they'll say you're proud. So you just say, don't worry. You just tell the person what Abraham said. The Lord will provide. Usually, that one shows humility. The Lord will provide. Because the blessing is enough. You're going to read. You're going to read. You're going to read. You're going to read. What do you have? Not a retentive memory. You have the blessing in you. The blessing will teach you. The blessing will teach you. If the blessing taught them how to plant in deserts, the first men on earth to learn how to plant in deserts, the blessing will teach you. The blessing will teach you. You say, ah, our lecturer is not teaching us. Don't say that thing again. It was not owed to your lecturers. It was not owed to your teachers. Did you not read it in the Bible? You've only been disobedient to truth. He said, you have made me wiser than my teachers. In the book of Psalm 119, verse 98 and 99. He says, you have made me wiser than my teachers because of your law. That's the law of the blessing, people. You have made me. You have made me. When you're going into an office, you're not going into that place to, to It's Not your CV in hand. You know, this is what David said about the blessing. He said, this Philistine that does not know anything about Israel has opened his mouth to speak against Israel. He said, I will kill him for insulting the blessed ones of God. Then he stood before him, carried his sling. What he came with was a sling. This is what everybody, including the Philistines, saw. But what did he say? He said, you defile the name of the Lord. He said, today... I will take off your head with your own sword and I will show it to the nations of the earth so that you will know that the nations of the earth, that Israel is blessed. He said, I come against you. He said, you come against me with a sword, but I come against you in the name of the Lord. But he had a sling. So what did he come with? Some unlearned men will say he came with a sling, but the man fighting the war knows what he came with. You carry a paper. They say, I came with... Everybody says he came with a CV. But you know what you came with. <laughs> Laugh at the devil. <laughs> the devil is a fool. Everybody, they say, this is what you came. You you're, you're taking your project. Everybody says, she's coming with her project again. But you know what you're coming with. What are you coming with? The blessing. That's what I'm coming with. You have a business proposal. You're carrying it. Everybody says, this is what he has in his hand. But what are you going with? The blessing of the Lord. Why? Because when the blessing... Oh my, 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 my. The blessing is a real thing. The anointing is real and the blessing is real. 
this is what the Lord told me. The anointing is real. This is not something you force. You have to know it in your heart. And now see how it gets to you finally. Finally, we've gotten to you. Because we know now that this got to Jacob. But you have to know practically how it gets to you. Because it has to reach you. Ha! If not, that's gang gang. This blessing is for, is, is, is for all men, but not for all men. It's for all, but it is not for all. It is to all, but it is not for all. As you can see, the blessing was passed from righteous man to righteous man. Did you see it? So, who is this blessing for now? There are some people that it's not for. I don't know if they are here, but I will just state it. Galatians chapter 3. Galatians chapter 3. Somebody, a good, uh, my, my good friend said to me, he said, if you like, let the blessing have a name that this is not for this family. They're like, I'm coming out of the family. <laughs> it's for me. I've changed my name. <laughs> All right, let's look at it. Galatians chapter 3. I'm sorry for taking your time a little extra today. Galatians chapter 3. If you're there, say amen. Oh, no, no, no. Say it like you know what, what you know. You know something big is in your heart, isn't it? Galatians chapter 3. My God. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Man, you just need to be saying thank you, Jesus, because you know what you're receiving in your heart. You know, you know, you, you, you just can't. Okay, chapter 3. We'll read from verse 7 to verse 9. From verse 6 to verse 9. Are you ready? Want to go? Consider Abraham. He believed God. And it was accounted to him as righteousness. Understand then that those who believe are children of Abraham. The scripture foresaw that God would justify the Gentiles by faith. And announced the gospel in advance to Abraham. All nations will be blessed through you. So those who have faith are blessed along with Abraham, the man of faith. Mm. Mm. Galatians, read verse 9 together. Um, you, you, do you know that there are some words that you don't sit down for? You ought to stand up in honor and stand in attention. And be like, now I stand in awe of you. <laughs> now I stand in awe of you. Read verse 9 like you mean it. Read it meditatively. Read it slow, but read it out loud. Read it slow to yourself. Read it slow, but read it out loud. Want to go? So do. So those who have faith. Now I know who it's not for. I know who the blessing is not for. For those who don't have faith. But if you got faith in the house, say amen. amen. Well, then it's for you. It is so then those who have faith are blessed alongside Abraham. Now you can boldly say, I will never be poor. And you're no more saying it. Do you see the difference between when that is said and when that is known? If you don't know this, listen to this message again. And it, oh, this is what guarantees that you will travel to as many nations as you want. 
This is what guarantees. Your what is your business? Your business. No, no, no. It's not your business that is going around the world. Your business is not taking you places. That's not what the Bible says. The Bible says God foresaw that some of us will believe. So he preached the gospel to Abraham. He preached the gospel to Abraham. And what was that gospel he preached? He said, all nations of the earth will be blessed through you. Oh, Jesus, thank you. You saw that life would be too hard. You knew I would be born in Nigeria. So many people say Nigeria is a bad country. You foresaw, you foresaw. So you preached the gospel to Abraham for me. And made sure that I was born again. And made sure that today I hear the word. Now I know. Now I know that's how you be. That's how you will be. That's how you will be. But you've got to believe the gospel. You've got to believe the blessing like you believe the anointing. You've got to. You've got to. Can you start seeing that we were never created to live for things? Oh, things mean nothing. Nothing you have. Your phone. What is phone? What is phone? Now you can bring out your phone and look and say, what is this? This is nothing. The blessing is everything. Even if I lose this, the blessing is there. It will come again. Even if, even if everything can go, nothing means anything. You see? Blessing. See, because Abraham knew this, there was nothing that meant much to him. If Abraham could give his own son because of the blessing... There is nothing. There is nothing. There is no one like the Lord. There is no one like the Lord. Father, thank you. Oh, just thank him as we conclude. Just thank him. Tell him I believe. Tell him I believe. Oh, you may shout, Lord, I believe. This is coming from my heart. I believe. 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 Tell him I believe. God bless you for listening to this anointed sermon of Tuchatonye today. We are excited and would love to hear from you. Can you share your questions, prayer needs, and praise reports about how this sermon has blessed you? No matter how brief, via our email address at playfan at gmail.com. That is plefan at gmail.com kindly subscribe and share so the name of jesus can go far and wide through this ministry and until next time god bless you